0: what's up guys welcome to episode 24 of the let's talk nerdy podcast on this episode we are talking
1: creep show pigsaw human abattoir beneath and project z i am the crawling dead a phantom in the box shadow in your head mm. movie director
0: movie director jack yeah.
1: harlow <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I think he's more of an actor, but whatever. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer.
1: You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Nerdy podcast.
0: I love it when you talk nerdy to me.
1: Uh, that is from the band White Zombie, from uh, the the creative mind of Rob Zombie. I again kept it uh, in the theme of our very second spooky episode for the spooky Halloween season,
0: spooky number twenty-four, because <laughs> Halloween's coming up. Halloween is indeed coming up, man. Are you That's ready? crazy. Yes, what are you going to be for Halloween,
1: Zegs? I am not going to be anything because I'm lame. What are Mm. you going to be because you have a child and I'm assuming you have to dress up? Uh,
0: Well, I'll actually be gone for work, but um, I'm planning on buying a Spider-Man suit to match him. But also because I'm enjoying the new Spider-Man
1: 2 game and I'm like... Let's do it. Let's buy a Spider-Man suit. So. And if we get to 650 subscribers by the next <laughs> episode, Adam will do the podcast as Spider-Man.
0: I don't know about all that, but we'll think about it. We'll think about it. That's a good idea. That'll be fun. The whole episode with the uh, Spider-Man mask, the whole
1: shebang. So, Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay. Give, yeah. us, give us a little tidbit. What's, what, what, what's, your, what's your likes and do not likes on the new Spider-Man game? Because I am curious. Mm.
0: Likes and do not likes. Okay, one of my favorite parts of the game so far is there's a... Okay, this is kind of like not gameplay so much itself, but uh, tons of
1: Easter eggs that are fun to find in the game. Um, Like movie-related or comic-related?
0: Movie-related, comic-related, and just like... Um, pop culture-related, a bunch of that kind of thing. Nice. Um, Yeah, there's a lot to do with that. Another is, like, I like how big the map is. It's it's massive because there's Brooklyn and there's Queens in there now, too. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. And then the traversal of the game is fast and fluid. Like, there's more ways to get around rather than just swing. Um, Negative, I'm trying to think. It's not so much, like... It's hard to pick a negative because I'm so into it right now and enjoying, like, every part of the game. But I think there's one thing I did notice, and this is, like, super minute. But, I, like, as I was walking upstairs, it really wasn't, like, it was, like, gliding up the stairs. Like, that's the only thing I noticed that really bothered. Not really bothered me, but, like, oh, he's not walking up. You know how, like, stairs is, like, individual? It was almost like he was gliding up them rather than, I don't know. Adam, you're getting know. real nitpicky right now. I know. I, that's why I said I, I was watch because I was watching another character walk up the stairs. Like, oh, he's walking normal. I was trying to look at my feet, and it was like more like a glide up rather than like it looked like he was moonwalking forward up the stairs. So. Okay,
1: you guys heard it first. There is absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with the Spider New Spider Man game except for being able to moonwalk up the stairs, which sounds actually kind of sweet to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, like it, it's really not a de- like a deal breaker, really an issue at all. It's just. And I haven't actually walked up too many <laughs> stairs aside from that, but it was so funny. I was like, "Oh, he's moonwalking forward upstairs!" But it's a good game. It's it's really fun. Um, Dave, how are you enjoying Lords of the Fallen? Because that's Lords. you've got one of those Let's Plays coming up, going on some, live.
1: Yeah, we got some Let's Plays coming up, guys. We we started the Let's Play series of Lords of the Fallen. Um, oh dude it's um it is tough i'm not gonna (laughs) lie it is tough it is a tough (laughs) tough game i uh if you guys want to check out the let's play um yeah we i've been getting my my butt handed to me but it's a lot of fun i really really enjoy the game uh but like i said it's it's a little bit of a challenge i'm not gonna lie uh episode three will be released very very soon uh, and in that episode, I did have to make some minor cuts where I took out some <laughs> boss attempts uh, because the first boss took me a good 50 minutes. And I was like, There's no way people are going to watch me die for 45 minutes. So we <laughs> took out some of the attempts. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. death
0: counter. It put a little death counter every time you die at the bottom. Death-
1: Death counter is already in a hundred and we barely, even started, Oh so. no.
0: Hey, at least when I played play dark souls, I never hit over a hundred. I only got up to 50 or something yeah. like that. 54, something like that. So
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, you did Jeez much Dave. better on your first attempt at dark souls than I am doing in Lords of the fallen. Uh, That's right. But I, I do really, really, really enjoy the game. The fun, the funny thing about it though, is um, the more and more that I'm playing it, I thought it was more of like a souls like, but it's actually mm-hmm. kind of more of like a Sekiro um because it's very focused on being able to parry um and you know that that is not that is not your style my style i just want to go in and hit stuff hard and that you that is not how you play this game so yeah i would say maybe for most people it's not as challenging but for my specific game style it does not uh it does not gel very well
0: <laughs> i gotcha i gotcha <laughs> but we're gonna Speaking make it up hitting it. hard once you're I'm going back to spider-man I, my favorite part and like I kinda just got there and that is when you're in the symbiote suit. Oh my gosh. He is you... extremely powerful. It's so cool. Is it like OP? Um well it's not OP all the time. It's like when you use your ultimate. It's like it's almost like a rage and like so he just like it's really cool. He just Let's goes go. he goes OP for a limited amount of time and it's really cool.
1: That's kinda sick.
0: Yeah, the first time it happened, I was like I feel the power at my buttons. <laughs> like I felt so powerful. So that was cool. Yeah, um, spidey
1: but, sense was tingling. Like how are it the was. suits? How are the suits? I know. I know you're, you're a big suit collector. Are you getting a lot uh, of suits.
0: I'm, I'm getting a lot of suits. Which I I was gonna make that a uh, a video. So. Be on a lookout for that because we're not going to do an actual review of the game. But my favorite suits are the top ten suits in the game. So that's going to be, sick. be on the lookout for that. For that. Yeah. yeah. So I have a few more to unlock, but I'm cruising. I'm unlocking a lot of suits, and <laughs> have you know I've not fast traveled once in the game because I don't like to do that. So
1: are you uh, breaking your ways and doing side quests? Or are we I've done just... a lot of side quests. Oh, doing side quests, yeah, not going straight it's... to story missions. Okay. Yeah, it's a
0: side quest. On my way to story missions, though. So if I don't, if it's not in my way, then I don't go for it. So,
1: okay. It will be a game
0: by 100%, though. I will say that.
1: We're excited. We're excited. I don't do that very often. I know. You're, you're, (laughs) you're maturing as a side quest gamer. Yeah. uh,
0: Yeah. So, but that brings us, or that moves us to our topics of the night, the spooky episode. October, man. It's a good, it's a good time for horror games.
1: Very spooky. Spooky. spooky all snip. Oh, wrong one <laughs> <laughs> it, started, it actually kind of worked
0: yeah it did but anyway so our first topic dave is going to take
1: us away with creep show the game the game ladies and gentlemen i am super excited uh this is a game that i brought uh to to the attention of adam adam mm-hmm. do you know anything about Creepshow? um
0: about a little as
1: zero <laughs> little as zero okay <laughs> yeah. perfect okay yeah. so uh guys Creepshow show is a game that is that was introduced at the indie horror fest yep. um and there's a uh little community that's kind of going nuts over this game and then there's a larger community that doesn't know too much about it and why people Mm -hmm. are going crazy and we are here to explain to you why those select few people are going crazy and uh hopefully get you to join the ranks of crazy people uh like myself that are super excited about the game so in order to talk about Creepshow, we need to go back into ta- we need to time travel. That was that- a
0: terrible, like, rewind noise. That was awful. <laughs> we,
1: need to, we need to rewind. Was that there, better?
0: that's better. You know what it sounded like? It sounded like you are slurping spaghetti. I was like... <laughs> They on the the show slurping spaghetti. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Just guys, just uh, just ignore the the last couple seconds yeah. of the show. There, okay. But That's funny. In, in order to talk about uh creepshow, we need to go back into time. I will not do the noise, but we are gonna travel. That, sorry, I had to do it. it. <laughs> no, you're right. It actually is unsettling when you hear somebody do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's sorry. All right. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna go back to the 1950s, uh, and in the 1950s. There was a comic distributor known as EC Comics, uh, Long Form Entertaining Comics, and basically they published a series of comic books from the 1940s to the mid-1950s, and their specialization uh, was in horror, crime, satire, stuff like that, and most notably, they are the creators of Tales from the Crypt. Um, Side note on Tales of the Crypt, because I did a little bit of research on this, did you know that Tales of the Crypt never got an issue number one?
0: I had no idea, especially because this is the first time I've ever heard of Tales of the Crypt. So
1: you've never heard of Tales of the Crypt? Nope. With the Crypt Keeper? Nope. HBO series? Nope. Oh, oh, wow. We okay? We have a lot. We have a lot to discuss. Okay, Okay. (laughs) let's go for it. (laughs) Let's go for it. We're gonna go deep down the rabbit hole here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Tales of the Crypt was basically um, EC Comics' first little dip into. Uh, A very specialized horror anthology-type genre. And the theory behind these comic books was that you would get a comic book. It was Tales of the Crypt. um, And inside of that comic book, it would have a bunch of short stories. So it would not be a comic book with a continual running story. It would be much more of, like, an anthology of short, scary stories. Um, And the idea behind that was that you didn't have to maintain any type of, like recurrence with the you could pick up issue 27 and you would be able to enjoy it because you didn't need to know what happened um and these issues were all hosted by the crypt keeper which was their kind of host with the most you know that would kind of introduce the stories and he would do like a funny little page kind of one-liner at the end of the story to kind of wrap it up
0: is that kind of Um, like how uh the goosebumps books were too and like the tv show
1: Kind of yeah, kind of like yeah. the goosebumps or like are you afraid of the dark or something. Like mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. it is a series, but each episode, each issue was its own yeah. story. So you didn't really need to follow anything. You could kind of just pick up wherever. Joshua, gotcha, um, okay. And this idea really took off. It really people really, really enjoyed it. Um, so now Fast forward to the 1980s, and in the 1980s, uh, Warner, Brother, Warner Brothers Studios released the first Creepshow movie, and the Creepshow movie came out in 1982, uh, and basically what it was was a collaboration between Stephen King and George A. Romero. Um, George A. Romero did Night of the Living Dead. Stephen King, obviously, uh, pretty prolific. A lot of things. Yeah, yeah pretty prolific horror writer <laughs> um, for, the, for the time and obviously still today. Uh, so people really, really got excited about this movie. And when the film came out, it kept the same anthology style uh, that was consisted of five short stories. Um, and the way that they kind of put it together was they did this sort of homage to EC, uh, EC Comics, which both... Uh, George A. Romero and Stephen King really enjoyed as a kid. So they kind of wanted to do, you know, the same type of Tales of the Crypt kind of feel. So they did the same anthology based stuff. Um, and they had what their host with the most was known as the Creeper. Uh, and the Creeper was basically the Crypt Keep, their version of the Crypt Keeper, and would introduce the stories and do kind of like the uh, funny one liner at the end and, and yeah, you know, yeah. wrap up all the story and stuff like that. So this movie actually did really, really well. Um, and the thing that I kind of really enjoyed about this movie, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but uh, George A. Romero was a real big fan of the comics, and they really wanted to keep it with, like, a comic booky kind of vibe. So there's a lot of, um, almost like how the Warriors kind of did that introduction and stuff like that. There's almost, like, the scenes in like leading into the stories, like, started as comic book panels and, like, really cool drawings. And then when they would like fade out from the end of the story, it would turn into this like comic book drawing. It was really, really sweet. If you guys haven't seen it, yeah, so that's check really it out. Neat. yeah but I, I think it's, I think it's really cool that it kind of like goes with the comics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then basically what happened is the comic book in the movie, the the way that the movie starts, it kind of introduces this comic book um, in, in the movie. And that comic book actually came to print just a few months later. Fast forward even further, the movie gets two sequels. It gets a sequel in 1987 and then it gets another sequel in 2006. And then, fast forward to 2019, the series gets picked up uh, by uh, what's the name of the studio? What was it on? It was on Shudder, I think it was. Something
0: like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, the series gets picked up on Shudder um, and becomes a recurring series that's a revamp of the original Creep Show movie. And then. Here comes the game. So I know that was a lot to kinda there was a lot of background there to kinda take in, but hopefully um you guys will be a little bit more excited about the game now.
0: Yeah, once we pull up the trailer.
1: Once once Adam pulls up the trailer. Yeah,
0: hold one second. I'm trying to make sure we have the um where to watch it. AMC maybe? It's not AMC, is it?
1: I think it was Shudder. Hmm.
0: Well. I tried.
1: I do watch it, but Not uh, on a paid service, which we will. yeah, we won't talk about which we will not discuss on the podcast. (laughs) All right, here it is. Okay, so here is the trailer, and you can see already this kind of guys. If you're just listening on the Spotify, I think you can really see the comic book influence in here, right? Yeah, yeah. Really, this is
0: supposed to be the creeper. I'm guessing, right? Like the guy that's narrating and stuff. So.
1: This is... I'm not sure what this is. It's very spooky.
0: Spooky.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 they're going to show their version of the creeper. They should, at least. Yes, I'm oh, sure. Maybe- that guy. That guy uh, right there is their version of the creeper. So that is their. version And it's version
0: coming of, soon. <laughs> very soon. <laughs> uh,
1: but that is their version of the creeper. So I'm super excited for this game.
0: I, I so I didn't find too much on the game, mostly because I have never seen the show or anything like that. But just from like the animation and style that they put into the the trailer, that has me excited. Because you know, like I've been a fan of like these kind of illustrations and things like that, kind of with the Hellboy Web of Word. That was yeah. one that I was really excited about, the animations. And I think that this is going to be something very similar into the terms of, like, the game could have that really cool feel to it. Um, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. I think this game is going to give us very much that comic book vibe, like a lot, like we talked about with the Web of Word, um, with the Hellboy series. And I'm, I'm here for it. And I think what could be really, really, really cool about this game is like, we've talked about this, um, we talked about it last episode, where the the spookiness factor kind of loses its luster the more Mm -hmm. that things keep like happening and stuff like that. And I think this could be really, really cool because if they stick with that same anthology style, I think we're gonna get a game that might just be like an anthology of five smaller games kind of wrapped up into one. You know what right, I
0: mean. and that's kind of. I was gonna try to. I was gonna think about like how are they gonna do it? Is it gonna be like you'll have those five different storylines, similar to it was like Visage again? You know how like you had different storylines that you had to kind of beat through. Are you yeah. gonna play as that same character over and over, or are you gonna play like different storylines and different characters? You think?
1: I mean, I think if they hold true to the series, basically what we're gonna get is almost like. A cinematic movie, um, Mm -hmm. like like a like a cinematic style of gameplay where it's like the game should open up and we get introduced into the creeper, and the creeper Mm -hmm. will do his kind of like narration, and then we would jump into chapter one, which is like story number one, right? And then you play through story number one, and then when you when you've completed story number one, that would be the end of the chapter, you jump back and the creeper would like introduce chapter 2 which would be a whole new story. So I think it's going to be kind of cool where like you you're going to be I think you're going to be getting like five different games that mm-hmm. are very mm-hmm. very easily consumable. You know that it would probably right. make sense that each one of these chapters you could probably finish in a sit, like in a sitting.
0: Right. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. But I think and it's now,
1: cool that you're going to get these like different looks in the game.
0: I agree. I think that's that it will be kind of cool. I like that when it's like it keeps you like engaged long enough, or like it keeps you engaged for that story, and it's not so long where like you have to come back to it. Like you can beat that story in that one sitting, like you said, and then you're not missing out, or you can't, you won't forget stuff going into that second chapter, or that second story. So I like when games do stuff like that because you won't, you don't forget what's going on. Um, but another question, I think, do you think this is gonna be more of a? like a suspenseful game rather than like a jump scare game? Or do you think it's going to have good combination of elements of both? What do you think on where it's going to go based off of watching the TV show
1: based off watching the TV show and kind of the research that I've done on the game so far, I think we're going to get like a very um, unique, very dynamic experience because what they said is that um, it is going to feature self-contained stories uh, that span across different types of gameplay genres and I know it's a very open-ended statement but I feel like when you say expand across different gameplay genres we could be looking at like not only a change in the story, but we could be looking at a change of like a total switch in gameplay mechanics, which would be kind of cool because it's like chapter one could be like a first person shooter kind of st- like style. And then like chapter two could be more of like that spooky kind of walking around jump scare kind of st- like style. Like mm-hmm. I think, you know, chapter three could be much more of like a puzzle kind of platformer style where you're like trapped in somewhere and you got to figure out like a you know, like ways to solve puzzles to get out and stuff like that. Like, I think mm. the amount of diversity in this game could be almost endless.
0: I, I So at first I was thinking, oh, that seems ambitious. But the way you kind of described it, it makes kind of perfect sense on how they could do it. I don't think they can go from first person, third person, first person, third person, you know what I mean? I think, or top down or anything like that. I think oh, it's got to, yeah, no, no. yeah, I don't think they're going to do something like that, but also kind of going off of it, that would make it perfect for like, sequels or like dlc like add this story to a dlc or this you know what i mean i think it's a way for them to keep the game going if they make it separate stories you know what i mean yeah. rather than just one release and that's it i think this is a good way to expand the game for future games but also more like if they add dlc and things like that i think that'd be kind of cool
1: yeah i mean i think like a good way to look at this is again it's almost like five different experiences in Mm. one game and you could literally just take your developers and be like guys this is the look of the game right it's a it's a first person game um and this is like the color tone and like this is like the graphic feel and stuff like that but outside of that like just go nuts like make whatever make whatever story you want and make it be an experience that can be finished in like an hour and like We could have some very, very unique stuff and some very, very different stuff inside the same game, which I think would be really cool. And like you said, it's this format is just ripe for like continuous sequel, sequels and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and DLC content and like releases of like, you know, patches in between content to like keep the game going and stuff like that. It really is endless. And I think that's why the show has been doing so well is it's another show, you know, kind of like, are you afraid of the dark or whatever, where, um, you kind of just don't have to follow anything like mm-hmm. if Creepshow two the game comes out you don't have to play Creepshow one you know what i mean you could just jump right, right in two because it doesn't matter what happened in one it's just self-contained stories so i i think the idea is pretty cool
0: yeah i like that idea i think it's gonna i think this is a game that will be interesting to play for sure just who knows when it's gonna be hopefully it's soon coming very
1: very soon, soon. that's so uh, funny yeah so i'm super excited for the game guys if you never checked out Creepshow and you're a fan of like tales of the crypt and like you know spooky stuff like that uh give the original Creepshow movie a, a shot it's it's actually um it's actually a really really good movie and it it, ha- it holds up and i like the anthology feel um i'm excited for the game hopefully we get it very 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 soon it is supposed to be releasing on consoles and pc mm-hmm. sometime in 2024
0: right Right, twenty twenty four.
1: It stinks. So a lot of these indie horror, like so, all the games
0: that we're mentioning today are from the indie horror fest. It stinks. None of them are out before Halloween. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we have a select few for Halloween this year.
1: I feel like this year, yeah, we have a select few games. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I like. Do Do I think they should rush them?
0: No, no.
1: Yeah, but like I don't know. It it would be nice. It would be nice to get a couple. But well, this
0: one we have, let's see, we have Alan Wake 2. There's a couple others as well. Um, There's one that
1: we talked about that I'm super excited about. I'm surprised. Yeah, you, you don't remember.
0: Uh, man, we've talked about so many games. I can't remember.
1: Alone in the dark. Oh,
0: and Alan Wake.
1: Alan Did Wake 2. I say that? Yeah, it was, I was oh. I, I was super juiced for Alan Wake, too, but you know I'm super juiced for Alone yeah. in the Dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay,
0: we got it. All right, now we're on the same page. Yeah. Which brings us to our next game, which I know it's a first. So these next three, um, when I sent them to Dave, I didn't realize they were all first-person shooter games. I just saw that it was Indie Horror Fest. I was like, oh, here's three games. Take a look at them, and then I'll look at them later. But he's like, yeah, those three look good. And then I pull them up I was like, oh, each and every one are first-person shooters. So these are more type of my games. But starting with Beneath, I thought this game is kind of up your alley in terms of like the atmosphere and the underwater. Because I know you like that kind of thing. And so, yeah.
1: Yeah, let's take a look at the trailer. Um, Trailer. I will say out of the three games that we are going to talk about. This is probably the one that I'm most excited about.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: You know I'm not a big first-person shooter guy, but right. this one is pretty unique. So, guys, if you're just listening, um, basically what we're looking at is a, a very third-person shooter-esque. Uh, first-person kind of, shooter. Yeah, first-person shooter-esque. <laughs> <the> you said third. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm, good. I'm, get, I'm getting, like, some some fear vibes. Do you remember the game Fear? Yeah, yeah I do. Ask. Yep. So I'm getting some fear vibes. I like the color scale too. I feel like this right. is almost like the same color grade as like the Saw movies. Right. And that's a very appealing color grade for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very got, quick
1: trailer. Very, very <laughs> quick trailer. Um, but yeah, are you excited for the game? Because I'm kind of excited I, for it. I think it's pretty cool. It's um, definitely very unique in terms of like
0: what the gameplay has in store, which we're going to get into in just a second, but kind of just go into what the game is um, like. Like you saw, it's a first-person action horror adventure game, and you'll play as Noah Quinn, and he is a veteran sea diver who's trying to escape the underwater world. That's kind of what the description said. Um, and there's some pretty cool mechanics to the game that include it's going to be like a survival as well, where you have to like find ammo, find and have to be like found like resources and stuff like that, and it's very hard to come by, so you have to like do it carefully um and with that like the it's tactical combat is like you can't always go in there like guns to blaze in you have to play a little slow or or play it like like stealthily um so i thought that was kind of cool and then the dynamic combat system that includes like adaptive ai and destructive like environment and i think so destructive environment in the game is pretty cool like if if everything's exploding and breaking i think that makes the game better
1: so yeah I just loves explosions i do love
0: explosions <laughs> but and one more thing a big uh component about the game is uh your sanity it didn't say how much or like what that entails but essentially like it's a mind game too in terms of like your character has to stay at i'm guessing at a certain mental state or like it causes bad things to happen, which, like I said, they didn't show that too much in the the gameplay, but they described it in their description and things like that.
1: Yeah, I think one of the one of the biggest things though of why I'm excited about it, um, like like you said, uh, you play as Noah, who was lost at sea, uh, mm-hmm. abandoned. But the biggest thing is the setting. I mean, you are you are trapped in an underwater network of like science facilities, and I think this could be the first time, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think this could be, like, one of the very first horror games that we've seen that's kind of has an underwater setting. I mean,
0: I think one other game is, um, it's like that survival game. What is it called? Not, Subnautica. Not Yeah, Subnautica. That's one, but I think this is, like, this is the action version of it. You know what I mean? Like, where you'll get to fight back and against other enemies and things like that. So, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, because underwater is already unsettling it's, it's right. like uh, it already gives me like an unsettling kind of feel and then also like bring in this like shock factor of playing a horror game and it's like this could be really scary it could mm-hmm. it could be like a really really scary and I, i'm I, I, you know i'm excited for it
0: so one thing i i think it's gonna have a very scary atmosphere i don't know how much this game is gonna have like boo. In your face, like scary, you know what I mean? I think it's not gonna have a bunch of like jump scares to it, if that makes sense.
1: You don't think it's gonna be a jump scare game? I don't think so. Just based
0: off of how much action is gonna be in the game, I don't think there's gonna have the opportunity because you're always gonna be like on edge waiting for action anyway. I don't know if there's gonna be times where you're like, boo, like here's something scary. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, I think there's gonna be some minor things of like that nature, but overall, I think it's gonna come down to like the mechanics of like the gameplay like like the shooting and that the combat mechanics
1: i wouldn't be surprised if this is like two games kind of wrapped in one because i feel like this underwater setting is rich with opportunity for jump scares i wouldn't be surprised if there's like sections of the game that are much more about like traversal and and worrying about your sanity and things like that which is where the jump scares would come into place like mixed in with with scenarios of, like, ridiculous action-based combat.
0: Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. Especially, like you said, like, because I don't think you'll be able to fight in the water. So I think maybe that's where things like that, like those monsters that swim in the mo- water, and you have to, like, swim between, like, coral and, like, go fast yeah. and, like... Yeah. you're going through like a, a reef and then all of a sudden boom like here comes a shark and just eats your face or something like that so
1: yeah because again we're talking about a first person shooter and it's mm-hmm. like can you can you really have those like underwater first person shooter like battles like i don't think right you, like th- like what what am i trying to think what am i trying to say um like in real life that doesn't work right like you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. You can't shoot a gun underwater. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I feel like in those situations, um, it might be much more of a different game where you're worried about. Um, maybe it's more of like a you know a run get away kind of thing, and I, mm-hmm. I think mixing those two genres together could work really really well because I don't think you'll get bored of either.
0: Yeah, I agree, and this is one that I I think looks really cool, and. You know, I mean, like, I like horror games, but I don't always, like, have the patience for them because I like to move fast and, like, just start shooting things. Yeah. But with this one, I think, like you said, you get a combination of both that horror, like, scariness, but also, like, the action-packed of games that I like and... And this is one that I probably will try just for the sole fact I think I will have the opportunity to play fast but also have those moments where it's like, okay, take your time or you're going to get like eaten by this monster or take yeah. your time or like don't waste all your ammo because you're going to be dead throughout the rest of the game because you're impatient. So I think that's going to force my hand to be patient but also give me the things I like
1: in games. Adam's gonna run out of ammo by like, yeah. by like <laughs> chapter three and just be dead yeah. in the water <laughs>
0: five minutes later.
1: <laughs> I yeah, found I... 600
0: rounds of ammo <laughs> five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I need more ammo. <laughs>
1: I'm totally out of ammo. guys. Yeah, but yeah, I think this is like, like we said, this is the game on the list that I, th- I feel like it is a first person shooter, but it's the one that I'm most excited about because they said, um, they're It is a first person shooter, but it's going to be a little bit more focused on stealth and strategy, not just running guns blazing. So I feel Mm -hmm. like it's not going to be your basic like Call of Duty campaign where it's just shoot everything like it's going to take a little bit more skill and a little little bit more thought. Um, And like you said, the ammo is scarce. So I feel like it's more it's almost more story driven, almost like a Resident Evil where like a Resident Evil is a first person shooter but not like a guns-blazing first-person shooter. Right, I mean, there's right. different aspects to the game. So if I had yeah. to like compare this to something, it feels a lot more like a Resident Evil to me than anything, and I'm super excited for that.
0: I wonder, so one thing with that, I wonder, so do you think it's going to be like open? I don't want to say open world, because I think it's going to be on a smaller scale, but do you think it's going to be like open in terms of like in terms of like, you can do this part of the mission first, just based off of like being able to swim to different like, um, like environments and, um, like different bases, not bases, water stations? Or do you think it's going to be very linear? Like, okay, you go to this one, now you go to this one, now you go to this one.
1: I actually don't. I think, I think this game, along with every other game on the list that we're going to talk about today, is going to be very linear. And that, if you, if you kind of look at like the, Um, releases of small budget studios and like indie Mm -hmm. titles and stuff like that linear seems to be the way it just it just feels like they don't really have the manpower to make like an open world um, right you know like like how the the mainstream you know box office titles are they just don't really have the manpower so i feel like it's going to be very linear
0: okay that makes sense i was just kind of curious because i feel like this is a game that could have like an open, I don't want to say open world, I just think it could have an open concept, if that makes sense, like, where they could, like, make it like it's, like, a loose linear, like, where you can go, instead of going through this store, you can go to this one, but ultimately it leads back to this spot, if that makes sense.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like they could do something like that. If you're talking, like, strictly open world, I I would say you're probably not. Um, but yeah, like intertwined paths where, and yeah, I talk yeah. about this all the time, like Dark Souls does this all the time where you, you open yeah. some random door and you're like, Oh, I'm back here. Like it all loops yeah. together. And like, I, I feel like they could definitely do that. Um, but you know what? Like, it, I, I don't know who's really with me on this, but I, I don't, I don't just like a linear title. You oh, know what I mean? there's
0: no, there's definitely games where I think. Are better suited for a linear version of a game rather than completely open world. There's so many games nowadays. It's like open world's the way to go, and that's not always the case. I, there's games where I do like the linear story and the linear like map and things like that. Um, one example that I played recently is like Space Marine. Yeah, like that game is just pure chaos, but it, it's it's linear. You just keep going, you keep blowing stuff up, and I think that it works for that type of game where you don't need an open world. And not every game needs to be an open world game
1: yeah i I totally agree like not every every not every game needs to be an open world like i love me a good linear experience mm-hmm. so i think this game specifically with the underwater setting probably works best as a linear experience because yep. having any type of like open world or like even a very loosely based linear kind of world is like underwater is very hard to traverse you know what i mean it's gonna yeah. be very hard to be like I've already been here before you know what I mean because like yeah. things are always gonna be looking the same so especially in like an underwater scenario or like a scenario where you're like up in space or something mm-hmm. like that where everything is like very disorienting and it's hard to know where exactly you've been um, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of just like get just me go, there just yeah. go forward just get just go forward
0: I gotcha <laughs> I got you I never I never played alien isolation but that's another kind of game because that's in outer space have you ever played that horror game?
1: Alien Isolation is good, but I, I think it, it is in outer space, but it it takes place mostly in the ship. You know what I mean? So okay, it's, so
0: it's like one ship. It's still yeah. is it like linear in the aspect? Like it's not like kind of how I've been saying. It's like open concept where you can go different ways, or is it straight linear? I never it's, played it, so
1: it's very. It's kind of like how you were talking about about this mm-hmm. loosely linear where there's multiple yeah. paths, but they all end up in the same spot. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so you have okay. A, you have a an objective. And there's a few different ways to get there, but in the end, you're still just continuously moving forward. And I think doing that same type of thing for this game is going to work very, very well. I think the open world concept will get very confusing and very hard to traverse. Um, So fingers crossed that it is a linear game so that I can make it through it and not look like a noob. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and that, especially because it's first person and you know, Dave doesn't do so hot with first person. So
1: I just don't like being a set <laughs> of floating hands.
0: <laughs> that's all right, that's all right. but I, I I'm excited for this one. Um, especially I, like all these games, they're gonna be in a more relatively budget friendly. like you know what I mean, there's so many games out there and like you look at it like, okay, this one's seventy dollars. do I really have the it's not so much do I have the money to play it? Do I have the time? To justify spending seventy dollars on a game that I won't, pl- I'll play for an hour or two and then never come back to it. So yeah, I, that's why I'm excited I, for a lot of these indie title games.
1: Me too, man. I love me some indie games. I, you know, I yeah. love an experience. Give me a forty dollars experience that lasts five hours. You know, what I mean? I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's great. I'm cool with that.
0: You know, I'm not cool with though.
1: What things that scare me? Would you say that underwater is one of your worst fears, oh. Adam? No, I like underwater. You to like be underwater? Honest.
0: Yeah, did I, okay, side note, uh, going on a little rabbit hole tangent here, um, I was going, like, I was going to join the Coast Guard in hopes of being a um, diver, like a rescue diver. Really? Yeah, that was, like, one, <laughs> like, like right out of, like, I was my freshman year of college, because I was like, I don't know if I want to be in college anymore, and that was where I was going to go, but, all right, back to the topics. Things that scare me draft. Have you ever been scuba diving? Yeah really uh not like i so the school i went to had a minor in scuba diving and i almost did that but my major didn't allow for that time so wow like extra time and yeah because i was super excited i was like i'm gonna be like uh an athletic trainer and a rescue diver at the same time because it was a the way it worked is the minor was each level each class was a different certification yeah and so like the minor was a rescue diver Ooh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't unfortunately have the time to do it, but I really
1: wanted to. There's always time, Adam. Go back.
0: Yeah, I should. I should. Go back it was actually for it. And they said like okay, we're on a super big tangent. Last thing about the scuba diving. <laughs> but um my friend that did it, he had like job offers from like around like the country really? to do it because it's so like not rare, but like it was like a prestigious like minor that just because it had so many certifications it was it was cool so guys in the
1: comments i want you guys all to just blast the comments with adam follow your dreams and we're we're gonna get adam to be a rescue diver
0: i don't know about all that my dream is to like (laughs) you see this room never leave the room that's my dream
1: well but that's, that's all right not gonna work well with your rescue diving uh yeah your second dream of being a rescue diver okay yeah, anyway yeah. guys we went off on a ridiculous tangent uh yeah. obviously being underwater is something that does not scare adam but we are going to find out the things <sighs> that scared us with our uh worst fear drafts i am super excited for this and uh, we promised each other that we would not make fun of each other
0: all right you're here i'll just let you go first because i always you're go first
1: gonna let me go first yep side note guys uh we did not discuss not making fun of each other about what we're afraid yeah. of so i'm kind of yeah. i'm kind of scared for this okay yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> number one on the oh. things that scare me list and it is not even close uh i am going to take snakes they are horrific I don't care I don't care what anybody has to say snakes are the devil nothing should be able to move nothing should like be a able snake to, <laughs> nothing should be able to move like that it doesn't make any yeah. sense and they are horrifying I am taking snakes number one.
0: I think that's a very logical fear, especially because, like, a lot of those, like, there's poisonous snakes. Yeah. There's the snakes that can squeeze you. There's the snakes that can, like, end up in your, like, boots. There's a They're... snake in my boot. What's the reference? A Toy Story. Okay, good, good. Come on, come on. All right, that was, that, that was an easy him. one. That was an come easy on, one. But, you know me better than that. All right, my <laughs> first pick, I'm going to give you the, the phobia name. So, the, my first pick is Randophobia. I probably said it wrong.
1: Randophobia?
0: Ranidaphobia. Ranidaphobia. What,
1: what, what is that?
0: Fear of frogs.
1: You have a fear of frogs?
0: <laughs> That's like, and it's not just a fear. Like, it is just true phobia. Like, I am petrified of frogs. The way they move, the sliminess, they're just scary little animals, and I hate <laughs> them with a passion. And, um, side story here, when I was a camp counselor, um, one of my coworkers found out that I'm afraid of frogs, and I had, 30 kits to myself, and he comes running up with this frog, and I just leave them. I jump over the fence, and I leave. And, like, my boss starts screaming at me. He's like, you need to come back. I was like, not until he's gone with that frog, so... But, yeah. Frogs over snakes? Oh, dude, I will... I would pick up a snake. I won't pick up... I won't even look at a frog. I see a frog on, like, a video, or, like, even an animated frog now. I'll be like...
1: Even an animated frog?
0: Yeah. Frogs is, nope, not for me. All right,
1: ladies and gentlemen, I will be taking care of all the frogs. Adam will be taking care of all the snakes, and we will be good, okay? Good, good, good. Uh, Number two on my list, Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I I, see, now I feel like I'm not as well prepared as you because you came with, like, legit, (laughs) like, names and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to look up all these names, and we'll put them in captions or something. Okay, okay, uh, sounds good. Number two is going to be heights. Um, I'm a little scared of heights. Uh, what a
0: baby. So you don't like around. roller coasters?
1: I see. Okay, there's, there's very this – is, this is a very interesting fear of mine because it only happens at certain spots. So like roller coasters, I'm fine. In a plane, I'm fine. Which is weird because that's, like, the highest that you could be. But if I'm But you can't see, like...
0: Yeah, I see which... I I think I know where you're going with it. If
1: I can see... Like, if I can see the ground and make out objects, I'm, like, high enough where I know I'm in danger. But, like... (laughs) Does that make it sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, you're just, like, so high up that it doesn't even matter anymore. But if I'm standing at, like, the 15th floor on a building and, like, looking over the edge, like... my knees yeah. will literally buckle start shaking that's yeah. crazy <laughs> which is so, absolutely crazy because uh, just a little side note i actually had a job if you could believe this i was a stagehand where i would set up um i would help set up the concerts and stuff that came into town so when a concert comes into town they hire a bunch of people that are locals to help set up the concert because it takes a lot of stuff and yeah one of my jobs that I did for a little while was I would walk the rafters in the arena, which was 146 feet up in the air. And you're walking on a steel I beam like this and you're basically what you're doing um is lowering down a rope and they're tying chains that hold that hoist up motors that hold all of, like the lights and stuff yeah, um, yeah up in the air so that was my job for a little bit i was literally walking around like 150 <laughs> feet in the air afraid of heights um, so
0: dave overcoming his fear of heights that's pretty no, impressive i though. still hate
1: it still hate. no
0: what it. i mean is like you were you were strong enough
1: to go through it so yeah but yeah i'm but, taking heights number two
0: I'm not so much a scared of heights for myself like I'm cool with it but what I am scared of is so my son around heights. Yeah. So we did um like a swinging bridge. We did this we walked it in Tennessee and like and like you fall off it like there's no surviving and like it was freaking me out like I had him like gripped like to my stomach like not letting him go. I didn't let him walk it cuz I was like I can't, like, that's what scared me. So, not so much for myself, but for, like, my son
1: with me. But it just, like, open on the sides?
0: Yeah, it was completely open. Oh. And so, I was freaking out, and then, so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to carry you, and I'm not going to, like, because normally, like, if it were me, I'd just straight up run across, like, oh, this is so fun, and, like, jump on it, but not with him. That kind of scared me. But, second pick. There's no name for this, but, you know, in the movies, like, neck snapping, like, like, That's a fear of mine.
1: The actual like snapping sound? No, like somebody like grabbing my head and going. Really?
0: Yeah. So I won't go to a chiropractor because of that.
1: Definitely do not go to a chiropractor. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a huge fear of mine. Somebody like, it's gotten better, but like, I wouldn't let people like touch my head because I was like, oh, they're going to snap my neck. So like, but I got a lot better about that.
1: I mean, it's a rational fear. I feel like it's ingrained in your DNA to not let somebody snap your neck. I feel like that's. Yeah, fine.
0: exactly. I Yeah, I like- and like just watching all the movies and just like, I know it takes more power than just like <laughs> the movies, like make it seem, but like that's a huge fear of mine. Just like. <clears throat> I actually,
1: oh. I actually feel like snapping necks is more of a rational fear than snakes and uh, frogs, so <laughs> that's okay. We're not gonna, we're not gonna make fun of that one. Yeah, that all point. right. Okay. Uh, number three for me. I do not know if this is a um um a, a real thing. It mm-hmm. has, it probably has a word, but I don't know the name for the word. Uh, I will be taking buried alive. I don't know hmm. why, but. It's such, it, it's definitely an irrational fear, but like one where if I even think about it, I'm just like going to full panic mode. Like I'm starting to go into full panic mode right now. Just, just thinking, thinking
0: about, about it. it. Yeah. Taphophobia is being, fear of being buried alive.
1: It just, it just seems yeah, awful. Yeah, a spooky one. It yeah, it I would not like that. Awful.
0: That's also another rational fear. Granted, hopefully you're never in a situation or anything <laughs> that's going to happen, but yeah, I understand that one. So my third one is autophobia. Oh, it is autophobia. You know what Loneliness. I don't want to be lone. Aww. That's a fear of mine. Like I, like but. even like there'd be times where like, like when I'm playing my games and stuff, I have to have the door open or like I have to have my wife sitting by me just because I don't like to be alone and like, there's an irrational fear. And, like, every time I hop onto the computer and if nobody, like, and they're not home, I'll, like, try to join a party with somebody that's, like, online. <laughs> and then so if there's nobody online, I just get off. I'm like, all right, what can I do? Who can I talk to? Like, that's a fear of mine.
1: Adam, that's a fear of loneliness. So I joins yeah. parties, but then also um tells us stories about... How uh, when he's in COD lobbies, he's like, hey, everybody have a good game. And then the first person yeah. to respond to him, he's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oops. But- okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, number four on my list. I am going to take drowning. Um,
0: Ooh,
1: yeah, yeah, I have, I have a, a, a fear of drowning. And I know that people say uh, and I don't know why they say this, that drowning is a very blissful experience. I call hogwash on that. Um, stick your head under the water and literally hold it there until like, you actually really need to take a breath and just see how like awful that is. There's is no way that drowning is blissful. There is no way that drowning is blissful, and I'm terrified I, of it. I,
0: so that's a... The last the phobia, by the way, is the fear of drowning. But with that, I, I understand where... Because, like, I think it's not so much the... Because you'll pass out before you actually die. And I think that's why. So, like, once you pass out, like, that's where you... You know what I mean? Like, you have the fear, like, the, the franticness, and then you just pass out and then you die. So maybe that's where it comes from. But who knows? We're never going to find <laughs> out, hopefully. Um, so... Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's another rational fear. My
1: I mean, I, 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 real quick though, I just feel like okay, so anything where you pass out is like blissful. <laughs>
0: like, I guess they also say like burning alive once your like nerve endings are like gone, like it's peaceful.
1: People are not. people yeah. Make no sense. None of that yeah. is blissful.
0: Right? I don't think so either. I think just falling asleep and never waking up might be the most blissful. blissful. That's the only
1: one. Falling asleep and having a great dream and not (laughs) waking up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This one might be a little uh, cheating, but my fourth is Thanatophobia.
1: The fear of Marvels and game movies.
0: (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Death. Fear of death. The
1: the fear of death.
0: Yeah, I don't like I want to live to like 150.
1: I feel like that's a rash. Maybe
0: 180. Maybe, I, feel like I it,
1: Yeah. I feel like it should be ingrained in your DNA that you don't want to die. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a rational. Yeah. Here. OK. okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with, with my last pick, and I'm going to end it on a high note because this one might be kind of surprising, Uh, but I actually um have a fear of public speaking, which is very interesting as a podcast host. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I have the I have this fear of public speaking. If I ever have to speak in front of people, uh, I usually get very shaky and stumble on my words, and then inside, and I'm, I'm just crying and wanting it to be <laughs> over, and I'm very fidgety. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take public speaking. But it does show you that if you work on stuff like joining a podcast with your best buddy, uh, you can kind of get over some stuff. So
0: there we go, there yeah. we go, best buddy. I like that, best buddy. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So after you said about you're you're afraid of being lonely, I would, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so
0: you're <laughs> feeling bad for me. I understand. I understand. That's funny. All right, with my last pick of the phobia draft or the scared drafts, um clethrophobia.
1: Claustrophobia. What is that? Yeah.
0: Um being trapped. Not like so a... much like claustrophobia, but like somebody like strapping me down and like not letting me Ooh, out. Ooh. Yeah. Like even like you know those uh chinese finger traps oh yeah
1: yeah i get so like
0: i freak out if i can't move my fingers so i like that scares me um also like like sometimes i have to take my watch off because i feel like my wrist is like trapped if that, <laughs> I makes sense. that too yeah i like, like, okay get that too get it off my hand because i can't <laughs> deal with this or like or I like know- when my son or my dog gets on top of the blanket and i'm under it i freak out like i need out of here so yeah
1: I do that sometimes with my with my chains. Like there, oh, it's yeah? it's just like something around my neck, and I just yeah. feel like it's like I gotta get it off. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that is not an irrational fear.
0: I blame this one on my father. Just saying, <laughs> he used to like hold me down and like, uh, like you know what I mean. Almost like uh, parent abuse, but well, that's a topic for another <laughs> <Okay>. day. <laughs> so thanks, Dad, for claustrophobia.
1: Thanks, thanks for the claustrophobia, Dad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Is that's that one that, that, of the only things you gave me. <laughs>
1: this gets to, to be a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, my dad, gave, my dad gave me claustrophobia. <laughs> but
0: amazing. that was a good draft, that was fun. Yeah. So now you guys all know our uh dark secret fears. So if you're ever trying, if you ever meet us in person, like bring Dave a snake or uh chase me with a frog, you'll know that you're scaring us to death. So,
1: or just a hearty handshake and let's not scare each other, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Dave uh, and I haven't
0: it. met each other in person yet, but that's gonna be our first thing. Dave's gonna bring me a frog and I'm gonna I'm totally bring him big. a microphone in front of thousands of
1: people. I'm totally gonna give you a frog for Christmas. Oh, it's gonna be great. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now that you know uh everything that scares us, and go ahead. You know what, guys? i'm curious to know go ahead and put your fears in the comments um i'm curious to know what people are afraid of you guys know some of our fears uh i'm curious to hear some other ones
0: yeah me too
1: all right we actually skipped one um and that is pixar human abattoir yeah we actually did but it's okay I just rolled with it. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, I just rolled with it. It was good. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Pigsaw, a human abattoir, and I'm going to let Adam take this because the first thought that I had when Adam sent this game over and I looked over at the trailer was, Adam, what in the heck... Are you sending me?
0: <laughs> I, okay, to be fair, like I said at the beginning, I didn't look at the game that I sent you. I was Because like, I was in the car, like, and I was like, all right, let me look at these before I get to work. And then, boom, I was like, Pigsaw, Beneath, and uh, Project Z. I was like, Indie Horror, like, look at them. And you're like, yeah, those are cool. So I was like, all right, let's go with it. So Pigsaw is actually an installment of a game that was a, released in August
1: that was my question actually um is this a sequel or a remake or a remaster
0: i think the first one was a small like it was like it wasn't a full experience where this one is promising to be a full experience like a full game and it's again kind of going along with everything it's a survival horror game um it's going to be a combination of stealth and action um and yeah so you're and you're going to play as a person that's trapped in a nightmarish human abattoir and so yeah but let's kind and of pull up the trailer from there who are the enemies the pigs with saws <laughs> pig saw <Who laughs> so are the enemies here's trailer. another quick saws. one yeah <laughs> so here's the trailer um actually like the first thing i like thought of is like kind of it's like a play on saw but it's a pig but and then I saw the end of it. It's a pig with a saw. So right here, it gives you like the vibes of like a, a saw movie slash game, right? Yeah,
1: he's got like the trap on his face. This part, yeah, what, like is that like yeah. a like, a euthanasia? Like a
0: I don't know. Did he like just eat like pull out his brain with it? I don't know. It's kind of I, funny.
1: I, um, I kind of see it as like you know in the slaughterhouse where they kind of like do like the last shot. Oh yeah, maybe. That's what like this is the vibe I'm getting from it, is mm-hmm. like they the pigs have flipped the, the yeah. script and now you're in like a human slaughterhouse. Yeah,
0: I think that's exactly kind of what it's going for.
1: And then oh, here that he is. was scary. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Pigsaw himself. I legitimately thought the trailer was over <laughs> and that jump that jump scared me pretty good.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's the game, um, it's one of those questions like why is this a game and like how do they come up with something like this but from what i read is like people actually really enjoyed like the the pig saw game like the first one and so and now so that they're j- put, go ahead
1: are you saying the first one is 2023 because i found what, one all the way back in 2020.
0: Oh maybe oh that's probably what it was. I probably added the 3 on accident and I was really confused as I saw that. So maybe no, no, that's no. what it I was. No, I think
1: you I think you're oh. right though too because I think the original Pig game was released in 2020 and then it got a remaster for on Steam in 20 in August 2023.
0: Oh, maybe that's where I saw. Yeah, cuz like when I did like a Google search and like looked on Steam, it, yeah, it says August 2023. Um but I'm wondering, oh yeah, here we go. Uh 2020.
1: Yeah, because if if you look on YouTube, there's a video uh from 2020 of like the, of the world record. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, so it's That's- definitely 2020
0: or earlier. So, but yeah. it was really released on Steam not too long ago in August. So,
1: so is this another remaster or is this a sequel?
0: I think this is a sequel in terms of like it's going to be a more complete game, is from what I've read. Um, but. Overall, I just kind of got the vibes of like Saw and trying to like get out of there, and but with a little bit more like, um, what am I trying to say? More ability to fight back, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, the it's not such a defensive game because you're yeah. walking around with like a pipe and like a shotgun and stuff, yeah. and stuff like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, there's gonna be a combination of melee and um shootable weapons. But is that what it'd be? Fire firearms, firearms. suitable weapons, <laughs> <Shootable> weapons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if it, I don't know. I'm kind of like on the fence with this game. I don't know if it's a game that I'm actually interested in. Like I said, I just threw some at you and it's like pick some that you like. And for this one, I'm not too sure. Um Yeah,
1: it's definitely a very interesting concept. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think it's going with like the the reverse slaughterhouse type of tactic or do you think this is more of a game kind of as like a spoof of the saw movies Hmm. because i'm getting both vibes watching the trailer
0: i think it's kind of a reverse play like you said like with the like all right normally the pigs are in the slaughterhouse but given like the the barcodes on their arms and the fact there's so many cages of people so maybe this is like a world where like pigs rule the humans rather than the humans rule the pigs and so
1: that's kind of I, what I, I was thinking and you're yeah, like the, the one human that like broke free and you're like yeah bre- you're like breaking free from the slaughterhouse yeah
0: it's like instead of rise of the planet of the apes it's the rise of the 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 pork
1: <laughs> this <is> the rise <laughs> of the porkers yeah, yeah
0: the rise of the porkers so maybe that's kind of the vibe it has is like yeah like it's a revolt against the pigs I don't know. It's it's a very interesting game. The mechanics of it. It's like we said. It's gonna be first person survival horror. You're gonna have to find fight your way out, find weapons. Uh, One thing I did see though. So you can either fight or you can just run.
1: Yeah. So I I wonder.
0: Yeah. So I think there's gonna be options of kind of both of like a jump scare and then kind of like how we were talking. It's gonna have elements of jump scare and then just like action. So
1: yeah you know what it reminds me of It reminds me of like quake or like um uh like the original doom or something like that like that's kind of the vibes that I get from it and I think like that kind of format what do they call that boomer shooter yeah, 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 I think that kind of format just like. Appeals to me just because I have nostalgia for that type mm-hmm. of stuff. You mm-hmm. know, like like I played Doom on PC. Like you know, what I mean? right? Like I, so I think anything with that format is is still going to be kind of fun. I think it'll be a fun game, uh, and it's definitely very interesting. The pig is is scary. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. The pig yeah. is scary. I'm not gonna it's lie. A new
0: fear. New fear. We have
1: a new. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna replace public speaking with uh, pigs with chainsaws yeah. on my list if I could.
0: Let's see if there's a fear of pigs. Swine oh swinophobia. So like a so, swine flu. Is that yeah. Or yeah, that wait, swine sense. is that sw- that is pork, right? Swine flu is pork, not chicken. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that makes sense, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So That's all of pitch. you out there with your uh swinophobia, do not play pigsaw.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is not a game for you. And I this don't is... know if
1: it's a game for me. I'm
0: kinda of like a sideways thumbs down, maybe thumbs down, but who knows? I'll give it a shot. So
1: I, won't, I probably won't go out of my way to play this game. Yeah. If this is a game that drops on, like, the PlayStation Network is like, my free game of the month or something right. like that, yeah. like, I'll give it a shot because I think it's will right. funny. Um, but, yeah, I'm probably not going to go out of the way to play this game, but I know this game does have, like, a little bit of a cult following of people that really enjoyed it, so mm. there are some people mm-hmm. looking out for it. Um, and if you're one of those people, get ready because it is coming very, very soon.
0: Very soon. Very soon. Dracula. <laughs> Moving on to our last game of the night, Project Z: Beyond Order.
1: What I do you m- think, Dave? I might crap on this game a little bit.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Um go for let's, it. Let me let me hear it. Let me hear let's it.
1: Let's go. Let's go ahead and roll the trailer cuz I think what I'm going to crap on people need to see a little bit. Well, okay. I think me crapping on it is going to um gonna give it away so we might as well look at the trailer okay. alright so here it is guys if you're just listening on the Spotify what we're looking at is a uh, a World War II first person shooter yep. with zombies
0: yeah similar oh. to what would you call <laughs> Call of Duty
1: <laughs> but, similar, <okay. laughs> similar to Call of Duty zombies
0: right before you <laughs> crap on it let me kind of let me describe it a little bit and kind of go into what this game is actually going to be. So, again, like the other two games we've talked about already, um, or actually, we don't know about Creepshow, but um, first-person zombie co-op shooter set in World War II, reminds you of Call of Duty uh, World at War, but that's for another time. It's going to have two different game modes. Um, There's the core game mode, which is going to be more of the story-based and things like that, and then the survival mode, so that's that wave-based Kind of like a Call of Duty, uh, zombies, um, but with the like the the core, um, it's going to be kind of like the way I thought of it is uh, Escape from Tarkov, the way mm-hmm. like you'll have yep. or Fallout, and you'll have like the base system where like you have the hideout, you can level it up, you will able to weapon like customize your weapons in there, um, and other consumables, build structures, and like sim- like I said, similar to that Fallout Four, um, and the missions are going to be a story arc and each can kind of influence uh, each other depending on which order you do them, which I thought that was kind of interesting and kind of cool. I do like Uh, that, yeah. yeah, so the example they give, like, so, like, let's say one mission, you clear the the, the sewer system that leads, and that will lead to, like, a different type of zombie being in a different mission because you let those zombies out from that mission. So I thought that was really cool.
1: Yeah, it's very Um, dynamic.
0: Yeah, which I thought that was really neat. And then the basic survival was like, like I said, like the Call of Duty. There's waves, you'll upgrade weapons and characters between waves of enemies. And so that's like the basics of the game. Um, now, Dave, I know you're going to crap on it, but I think this is kind of a cool like idea in terms of like the dynamic like story arc. Um, however, it does feel very like copied, if that makes sense.
1: Um yeah. So let's 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 do a little bit of a of a 50/50 here because I'm I'm going to crap on it a little bit and I'm also mm-hmm. going to give it praise. Uh let's start with the bad so that we can end on a good note.
0: Yeah, um, okay, I like that.
1: The, the bad is um that the enemies are zombies and Nazis.
0: Yeah, like Nazi zombies like Call of Duty.
1: Like the most the two most cliche enemies for a first person shooter zombies yeah. and nazis put together yeah. into one game
0: <laughs> i think it's not very original if you're going with that I definitely no. like when i did watch it, i was like okay the game sounds cool and then i was like okay but it's been done before it's been a done a lot times yeah yeah um it- so i get you what you're saying with that um yeah, other than to say that it's been <laughs> done before, there's not much else to say about it. I will say, like, mechanically-wise, the game looks good. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, the customization and, like, the, the hideout situation, I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Okay, we, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, Is that we'll the only go, thing you're crapping on? That's um, I mean I'm I'm crapping on that. That's the only thing I'm crapping on, but I think it's a big thing. So you're like
0: you're like dumping
1: on it. Like you're I'm like I'm dumping on the lack of originality <laughs> yeah. there.
0: Yeah, and you're like yeah. forgetting to wipe, so you use like the game. <laughs> you know, okay, I'm done.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, zombies and and Nazis. It's like the two most cliche things that you could ever put into a video game. It's yeah.
0: so lame. yeah, I understand.
1: It's okay. so lame. <laughs> okay, but anyway, let's go, let's go into the good aspects yeah. because I do feel like there are some good aspects. Like That's you it. said, I do really, really like the dynamic um, feel of the missions. Um, it gives it a lot of replay value, so you can do things differently. Um, and I do really, really like that. Like you said, it's a very um, Fallout style. I love when games give you, like, a home base and yeah. you can, like up- like, upgrade that home base and, like, build stuff and, like... Mm-hmm. I love when games give you that ability to, yeah. to to be able to have that in an indie game is actually very impressive because if you look at like the dynamics that go into being able to do that, mm-hmm. it's not something typically that a small scale studio can pull off with a small team because right. there's a lot that goes into that. Like in Fallout and stuff like that, it makes sense. But for a studio like this one to be able to to int- to introduce that feature, I think is very, very impressive and I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, I'm totally with you with that one. It's like, I love the ability to, like like you said, have those bases or some level of customization. It doesn't have to be much for me, to be honest. Like, I don't need... Like, what did you say? Preset A for you? Like, that's yeah. what you go to? Preset, preset 4 or something yeah, like that?
1: Yeah, you know what, though? Like, it's funny that, like, my character dynamic, I couldn't care less, but my whole yeah. base dynamic, right? you better watch out. Like, yeah. my character in Hogwarts was Preset B, but when yeah. you got the ability to unlock your own special room watch yeah. out dude i would spend hours in my room like oh this needs to be green this should go with the gothic <laughs> ceiling <laughs> Just yeah like this absolute yeah, I d- craziness
0: and that's how i felt in starfield too like i was like okay this guy kind of looks like me okay i'm done and then like it took like five minutes but like i went with the uh i can't remember the name of like my trait but it gave me a house from the beginning and i was like okay i need to put everything i want in this house from the start like whatever i find i'm going right back to my house put put things where I want it, have the things where I can craft things. And yeah, I know how you feel with that. And then like, even like Minecraft, when I used to play that, I'm like, survival mode I-, I couldn't play very much because i was like okay this takes too long to like make it the way i want and so i like the way i played minecraft is like i would build myself like an epic house and like different rooms and things like that and then i'd switch it from creative to survival just so i had like a base to start with
1: yeah so you have like a base like a like yeah a home i never
0: yeah i never started with like a bunch of materials like i just i built the base and then i like started like i didn't give myself like bunch of extras but that's how i played minecraft and that's i think that's gonna be really cool with this game it's like you're gonna go into a mission like oh i found this i'm gonna put this in my base or i found this now i can upgrade my guns now my gun station i think that's gonna be really cool
1: yeah and i think like i do feel like the base stuff that like it's not gonna be it feels like it's not gonna be all cosmetic like it does feel like you said you're gonna be able to upgrade weapons and stuff like that like it's going Mm -hmm. to have a purpose in the game and like you know, I, I hate to go back to it, but like Hogwarts was kind of the same way, but not so much. It was like 90% cosmetic, but of course mm-hmm. you could like, um, you could get like your plant stations and your potion stations and stuff like that. Like stuff that would help you throughout the game. So it wasn't only cosmetic base. It did serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if that cosmetic, if those cosmetic based features serve even the tiniest purpose in like excelling in the game, I'm yeah. very into that. And I don't know yeah. why, but I love it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's like that's a fun part of games. Just like it's like adding your personality to the game. You know what I mean? Like that's why I yeah. like customization and things like that. So even like I've been playing Wild Card Football like a a bunch of that and just having the the fa- the fact that I can have random uniforms like that don't make sense in football at all, but it's like this is how I would like a random team to look like in terms of feels it's like an arcade so like that's cool and like games that do that are really cool yeah, another thing i really like
1: the experience it makes it exactly it makes it your own
0: right right yeah. just like i have the nerd city nerds in our uh, in wild card football <laughs> just so you know but another thing i think is cool about this game and i know it's not your cup of tea but it is co-op
1: it is indeed co-op so i believe you're gonna have four characters mm-hmm, in, in mm-hmm. your team right yep so it's Something up to four like that. person co. I believe it's up to four person co op, and you're gonna have four characters. So each character is gonna have their own kind of unique set of skills. Yep. Um, I, bu- I, bu- I, I I'm like a little nervous to throw that information out yeah. there because I couldn't really confirm it. So guys, don't, right. don't don't quote me on that. But I do believe it's gonna be four person co op with four different people.
0: Right, and I think kind of going with that, like you said, it, I think there's going to be multiple pe- survivors you can pick from, or do- different abilities that you'll be able to pick from, like a good, diverse crew. It's what it, it says with different, unique abilities. And the main mission of the game is, like, you stumble, like, I know it's cliche, but you, uh, you're you unraveling the secrets of a Nazi-controlled island,
1: so... Yeah, basically what I saw is that the <laughs> yeah. Nazis have found an island full of zombies, and are like turning them into weaponized yeah, Nazi soldiers, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cliché at its there, just there, folks.
1: Uh, just go ahead and go to Google and type in most cliché uh, video game theme, and that's yeah. the one that will pop up. So. Yeah, there you go. That's funny.
0: But other than that, I I think this is a, I know last game I had more of a thumbs down. This is kind of tilting thumbs up for me, just because of the, the, the fact of, the, like, the customization, the co-op. And the fact, like, the weapon crafting is kind of cool, so I'm cool with that. I'm cool I with that. I think this is
1: gonna be a game that you're gonna be into, honestly. I think I feel so. like this As is gonna like be a... almost like a division.
0: No, of... it's not. No, not that big.
1: I, I mean, I'd, 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 uh, like, downscale it, but I feel like the 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 mechanics are there. Don't you feel okay. like the mechanics are there?
0: I think they have potential to be there for sure.
1: I mean, obviously, it's not gonna be like Division Three, but it's like yeah,
0: Division Three. Oh my goodness we like, That's all we're gonna talk about once Division Three comes out. Adam, what's your topic for the week? Division, Division,
1: Division Three. Division Three. New stuff. Yeah. New stuff that I found in Division Three. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I found this cool jacket that does nothing for me yet, but.
1: Guys, here are seven tips of how to maximize your character in Division Three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Adam, like, there's 50 new games coming out. I don't care. I I, here's fifty new tips for division three. <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah. I'm excited for that. But I am excited for this one. This is one I will probably get sideways. Uh, it's tilting up, yeah, sure. We'll give it that.
1: Adam's gonna get this one and yeah. I will watch him play it and I will not get it, but Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. All righty dude. Episode. That was episode, a dude. very fun episode
0: today. No, that's a
1: good one. Um
0: yeah, and the fact that we have everybody knowing our fears is kind of a bad but good thing too.
1: Yeah, maybe we shouldn't put that out there on the internet. Yeah, but we did.
0: Now everybody knows. So somebody, our friends are going to find it, like our IRL friends, and they're going to, (laughs) like, torment us for the rest of our lives.
1: My friends are just going to start sending me snakes and, like, booking trips to mountain climbing excursions. Right, that, (laughs) and
0: then they, like the tricky like oh we're gonna go to this presentation but you're gonna be the one speaking
1: yeah i'm gonna be the public speaker they're gonna sign me up for like all types of panels and stuff it's gonna be great. <laughs> and, and my <laughs> wife
0: is just gonna shut off her phone and leave for like a week and i'm not gonna be able <laughs> to have anybody <laughs> i hope nobody kills me so i hope that that like i hope that fear doesn't come to life but you know um however this is a great episode very fun topics very interesting indie horror games Um, but yeah, to go with our spooky October or something.
1: I love spooky October. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. How much candy have you eaten already? Zero. I
0: have a three-year-old man. I got to kind of make sure it doesn't come into like, you know what I mean? He's got to protect his teeth.
1: I've gone to the store to buy Halloween candy for trick-or-treaters twice and have eaten both gigantic bags. My
0: uh, (laughs) neighborhood isn't the best for trick-or-treaters, so I probably won't have too many trick-or-treaters here. (laughs)
1: Somebody, please stop me from buying bags of candy and just eating it myself
0: you can you can always send me the the candy I'm no, just kidding. all right it. let's get out of here let's get out okay. of here
1: uh guys thank you thank you so much for everything We love you guys very very much uh quick shout out you guys did get us to the six hundred subscribers, which is absolutely incredible we super appreciate it thank you thank you thank you for everything um we're making that push we're making that push towards a thousand so if you guys want to help out. Uh, In any ways that you could, we would super appreciate it. Share with your friends, share with your family. Um, If you're watching and you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe. We would really, really appreciate it. Um, Love you guys. Thank you, Adam. What you got for him? If you're not following us on all social media platforms,
0: please make sure to do so. Let's Talk Nerdy Podcast. And check out our website, letstalknerdypodcast.com to find all the greatest Let's Talk Nerdy merch.
1: The best. Best. The best there ever was look out for the uh lords of the fallen let's play coming very very soon check out the wild card football review if you have not done so already and we will see y'all on the next one peace out nerds,
0: Woo. nerds. Woo. <laughs> <laughs>